Hi, this is Denise Cooper, and welcome to my podcast, Closing the Gap with Denise Cooper. I am so excited because I have started the new year off by completing my book. It's called Remarkable Leadership Lessons, Change Results One Conversation at a Time. And it is from my heart. It is my gift to the world. It is filled with stories of my life, as well as how I've worked with other individuals, whether they were private clients or I worked for corporations, on how they were able to develop remarkable leaders, what it takes and how you navigate the politics in your organization that often get in the way of people working well together. I hope you'll get your copy. You can get it at Barnes & Noble or Amazon, online retailers, or wherever you get your books. Again, it's called Remarkable Leadership Lessons, Change Results, One Conversation at a Time. And I wanna also shout out to C-Suite Network for continuing to host me on their network. It is the largest network dedicated to the development of great, remarkable leaders. And now, my next podcast. Well, hello, my audience, and how are you doing today? Have I got a special treat for you today. I am going to be talking to Dr. Carla Lever and Joy Prather. They are with Atrium Health here in North Carolina. And the reason I brought this to you is is if, if you've been listening for a while, then you've heard me talk about mental health in the workplace. And that is because of the quarantine and where people are and the stress levels they have. That is such an important conversation for managers to have. And from my client base, most managers don't know what to say other than, oh, you got a problem? Call the EAP. Focusing today on a conversation and why it's important that you get the skills necessary so that we can do more than say, just go to the EAP. This podcast is being brought to you by the Cabarrus SHRM, SHRM S-H-R-M, which stands for the Society for Human Resource Management. Cabarrus SHRM is located in North Carolina. And with that, hey guys, Dr. Lever and Joey, what's up? Hey, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for having us. So a little bit of background about both of you guys. Carla Lever is a behavioral health specialist and she's licensed therapist and director of the Atrium Employee Assistance Program. And they offer to both external employers and internal Atrium health teammates. And that means that she covers about 180,000 lives. Wow. She's worked extensively in mental health for 20 years and also is an adjunct professor for graduate programs in clinical mental health and school counseling. She has focused her recent research on compassion fatigue. Oh my God, have we got it now. Outcome studies on employee assistance program. You know, I love that measuring what matters and setting um, and and, uh, the EAP viability. Her area of interest and study are employee health and leadership development with a particular emphasis on emotional intelligence and strategies to increase effective leadership teams. Joey Prather is the business development manager for Atrium Health Employer Solutions, leading the charge of providing health and wellness solutions to businesses in the Charlotte, uh, North Carolina regional area and strengthening their employees and their teams. Thank you, thank you both for being here. I so appreciate it. So with that, let's talk to you know, Dr. Lever, Carla, tell us, you know, why are we paying more attention to mental health and creating workplaces 
support well-being when I, I think we're, you know, we're getting to a point now where, you know, COVID's going to be behind us. The quarantine is going to be behind us. We're going to go back to our regular life of being at work. Isn't the number and the issues going to go away? Well, that's an excellent question. I don't believe it is going to go away. The cost of mental illness prior to COVID in this last year, 2020, was 80 to $100 billion uh, in the United States for employers only. That doesn't even account what it actually costs the patients, but that's just the cost to employers uh, because of missed time and because of um, time when people are at work but unable to concentrate. But now, because of COVID, really our natural tendency to be resilient, which is how we are naturally, has been really stretched because in order to be resilient, usually you have a period of stress and then a period of calm, but we haven't had a period of calm. And so the CDC actually did a study to see how people were doing in June. And what they found was that the symptoms of anxiety disorder uh, were up by about three times. So 25% of people who called this particular number had anxiety disorder symptoms versus 8.1. Prevalence of depressive disorders was about four times what it had been in 2019. Um, one quarter of people on this uh, phone line reported symptoms of traumatic stress-related disorder related to the pandemic and one in 10 reported that they had started or increased substance use because of COVID-19. In addition, suicidal thoughts also were elevated at 10% versus 4.3%. Wow. So those are some really striking numbers. Now it is true that because people are resilient, people are finding their new norm, but we we're just not there yet. So it yeah. is more crucial than it has been in the past to really pay attention and with many employers um, having people work from home, mm -hmm. it's harder than it was to see if people are having difficulty, if they're oh, struggling. Yeah. A few episodes back, um, I had a guest, her name is Carla Carlise, and she talks about um, how one of her colleagues was under pressure and ultimately committed suicide and no one knew. And so we had not just the fact that this person was going through some mental stress, but the team didn't know, reach out to their EAP, Employee Assistance Program, to find ways in which she could cope with her teammates who were grieving in the workplace. Do you think we're gonna be grieving now? You know, there's some studies that are saying, when we get past this, people are gonna be grieving, not just the fact that 400 plus thousand people are dead, but just the whole, we've changed our way of life, our way of thinking about safety. Oh, absolutely. So this entire process has been a grieving process, grieving the way we used to work, grieving the feeling of general safety when you were out in public, grieving the loss of people, grieving the loss of our ability to do a lot of the things we used to be able to do, grieving the fact that we're more isolated than we used to be, and in some cases, grieving the fact that relationships are ending because there's been so much togetherness within the home. Um, so I think it's going to be a long period of people grieving. It's healthy yeah. though. It does help us grow, mm -hmm. but it can be, you can hit a roadblock that can make it very hard to move through it and you can get stuck. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, can you break it down a little bit closer and tell a story about a manager or some, or at least what, what you're seeing when you look at the data, but make it personal on a manager who is trying to handle a situation and okay. how an EAP has helped them. Oh, 
okay. I can't give a specific example that I've had to deal with because of confidentiality, but I can tell you the types of things that we have responded to and continue. Oh, that would be great. To. So, um, for instance, I, you know, we're a hospital system. Numbers are high um, of COVID patients. So, yeah. if if they're feeling that their workers are stressed at all, we will go in and we will be available to them. We'll also speak with the manager at length and see if we can help by doing uh, trainings like resilience trainings or stress reduction trainings, maybe some employee engagement. Maybe we can go in and just simply do something for them like uh, breathing techniques, something very quick during a huddle. We can look at how the managers are doing. Are the managers truly taking care of themselves? Because if they aren't, they're probably portraying to their employees that they don't need to take care of themselves. So we will help leaders at every step. We're a full service EAP. So we like to help leaders um, develop their own leadership plan for development, maybe their five-year plan, their one-year plan, and help them with any difficult situations. We have in-depth conversations with them to come up with step-by-step -step, uh, practical things that we can do to help the employees. Yeah, yeah. And so it's it's funny because, you know, a few years ago we would have said these softer qualities of leadership, eh, we don't really need to have that as part of it. We touched lightly in our leadership development plans. But if we haven't learned anything over this last, you know, 10 months or thereabouts, it's these connections and relationship um, and being able to have empathy and care, the whole idea of emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. is what really makes a difference in performance and getting that higher level of performance um, in the workplace. So Joey, I, I do want to bring you into the conversation. So why are you guys bringing, why is Atrium bringing this to employers? I mean, it sounds like a lot. Well, Atrium Health Employer Solutions, Denise, we're the uh, corporate health and wellness arm of Atrium Health. And it's not only our mission to support our local companies and organizations, um, in their own pursuits of keeping their employees safe and healthy at work and home. But, you know, part of that health picture is, is not only about a healthy body, but, but a healthy mind. Mm. And we want to bring the importance of this to our business leaders and equip them with the tools needed to make them comfortable and having those conversations about mental health and resources they can share with their teams. Yeah. Wow. I, I want to go, um, bow down. You can't see me, but I, I'm like bowing down saying, preach, preach mental, <laughs> you know, making a healthy mind and a mindset is something that has slowly been getting embraced over the last couple of years. What, you know, what other resources do you guys have? We teach a national platform in certification and training in mental health first aid. Um, in many instances, we find that there is a champion or an, an inside candidate, a leader, an employee, a manager, that really wants to take the bull by the horns and, and make an impact and serve as a, a local resource inside that organization to help uh, not only recognize mental health disorders, but what to do actually in the moment mm -hmm. when there's an opportunity to reach out, to lend a hand, to, to suggest an EAP resource or other resources to help an individual you know, in their time of need. Um, I think more than anything, it's about feeling comfortable to start the conversation. And that's the whole point of, of Dr. Lieber's one hour webinar to give a nice overview. Um, 
bring this topic front and center and then to show that, hey, if you want to go a step further, um, you know, we have a platform to do that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk a little bit about the webinar in a minute, but I did want to ask you one other question. You know, oftentimes, particularly when I was um, in the HR function and even today, for the most part, EAP is kind of that HR thing. It sits off to the side. And so the managers don't keep it top of mind. What can employers do? What can leaders do to really keep these services top of mind with employees so that, you know, it isn't a last ditch effort. It is something that people are proactively using and they know and can feel safe in making that phone call. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I mentioned champions before. A champion is a, is a leader, a manager. A champion can also be the, the guy or gal in the cubicle across from you or, or on the line with you um, that deems this um, something that can truly impact and, and help. And there doesn't have to be a lot of heavy lifting. Uh, it, it can be as, as easy as recognition of someone that's, that needs, needs a hand up and need some direction and support. So leadership is key. If leaders believe in the importance of counseling as a support for stressful times, their employees will be more likely to participate. Um, we've seen companies um, put this information on the uh, company intranet, uh, highlighting EAP in their newsletters and emails, uh, virtual trainings performed by the EAP, if, if the EAP indeed does that. Um, you know, in COVID times, it's difficult, but having the EAP come on site to present uh, with orientations is always helpful. Um, but it does take strong leadership to, to make that paramount in that company culture. And I think you said something very key, you know, not to wait till the last minute where it's a yeah. last ditch effort. Yeah. But hey, this is part of what we offer. And it's a, a program that um, should really be front and center. Yeah. And, and, I love the way you put it because the the, op, the operative words that you use is, is that leadership has to role model. And I'm a big proponent of, you can tell me what you want me to do, but I learn how to be and what the culture really is about when I see you move your feet. You know, hmm. you can say yeah. it all the time, but till your feet move until I hear you talking about it in our team meetings, until I hear that you know, it's available and that you are role modeling that it's okay to pick up the phone and I'm not going to get judged by it, then people won't change their behavior because, you know, there is some stigma about having a mental health uh, or not being able to deal with stress or having anxiety or feeling, you know, too much pressure to perform. And it does affect, it has a trickle down effect in the work, in, the, in your home, as well as in the workplace. Carla, Joey mentioned earlier about the webinar um, that you guys are offering to folks. And if you're interested in it, there'll be a link in the show notes that will give you details as well as allow you to register and attend the, the webinar itself. But you, can you tell us a couple of things that people are going to learn if they attend? Oh, certainly. Thank you for asking. The first thing they're going to learn are the signs and symptoms of mental illness and also how to tell when somebody is struggling virtually and in person, um, and then practical things about what to do when you see that as a leader. Mm -hmm. Should be Great. very easy for them, and it's very, very practical. Mm -hmm. 
One thing I'd like to say is that an organization is only as healthy as its employees. Mm, So this is not something that we can ignore. Well said, well said. I also want to let our listeners know that uh, this is from, from a point of view of how can you get engaged and how can you just learn, take one step. Although this is being marketed to the human resources professionals, anybody who hears this really ought to sign in and listen to it. We are more than welcoming on you, but this is such a huge topic and an important topic to you being a great leader, to you being a great HR, for putting a structure in place in your company that allows employees to be better and do better, that we are making this, op- this, this offer that anybody who wants to attend the, the webinar, please feel free, sign up, listen to it. There'll be a replay. At least that way we know that we're getting the word out. So before we close out, because you know it's that time, any final thoughts? Dr. Lieber? This is a wonderful time for leaders and HR professionals to really restructure the way they think about their employees and how to help them. It's an opportunity to grow and uh, be available to your employees in a different way to help them thrive so your company can do the same. Perfect. Joey? I think it's a privilege to, uh, to bring this to our community and to our businesses and business leaders. Um, I, I think it's the, the number one service that I'm proud to help charge the hill with. And uh, we can't wait to, to share more of this with, uh, with our leaders, business great. leaders. Great, great, great. And I want to again thank the Cabarrus Society for Human Resource Management for sponsoring this particular podcast. And I really want to give a great shout out to Atrian Health Employee Assistance Programs for being so kind to come on my show and share this valuable, valuable information. You guys had to get information from corporate like all of us, but Carla, Joey, my God, I am so privileged and proud to have known both of you. And I look forward to the webinar. Hey, that's a wrap. Thank you again from the bottom of my heart for listening to this podcast. Please leave comments below. I'd love to know what you're thinking. If you liked it, share it. If you didn't like it, share it, because I guarantee it's going to start a conversation that will help you close the gap. I want to thank the C-Suite Radio Network for hosting my podcast. It is the largest network dedicated to the growth and development of leaders worldwide. I'd also like to um, thank Ivan G. Hall for the music that you are currently enjoying. Hey, check him out. He's really a great musician. And finally, I have two other requests. One is please, please, please leave a review on this, either on Apple or Google or wherever you get your podcast. And the other is don't forget, please look up my book, Remarkable Leadership Lessons, Change Results, One Conversation at a Time. It's available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble uh, in paperback, as well as Kindle version. Kindle versions. And with that is a wrap. Talk to you next week. Bye. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.